Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. In today's episode, we wanted to take a moment to have a look at a very special organisation, Hospitality Action and the charitable work it does to support hospitality staff across the industry in the United Kingdom. We're going to be speaking to Mark Lewis, the CEO of Hospitality Action, and one of its supporters, patrons and sponsors who organises the Walk for Wellbeing, Craig Prentice. Let's hear what they have to say about the organisation and the benefits it brings our sector. Travel Market Life. And joining me now is Mark Lewis, CEO of Hospitality Action. Mark, thanks ever so much for joining us today. Now, you are heading up a very important cause, one that has been quite central to the problems and the situations that the hospitality industry has faced over the last few years in particular. Can you tell us um, about the organisation and the sort of support you provide? Yeah, good morning, Ryan. Thanks for having me on. It's a great pleasure to speak to you this morning. Um, So, yeah, absolutely. Hospitality Action is the... UK hospitality sector's benevolent charity, uh, and I guess really it's its safety net. So our job is to uh, to offer lifelines to people who work or, or have worked in hospitality and find themselves in difficulty or crisis. Uh, so many of us hit a bump in the road from time to time in our lives, and uh, really we're here to help people get back up off their knees and on their feet again when they hit one of those bumps on the road. Uh, typically, the help we offer is around physical or mental ill health or or, uh, or uh, financial challenges. Um, but we also help people with all sorts of other issues in their lives. Uh, so really, we say to people, look, if you've got a struggle, if you've got an issue which is impacting on your, your personal life or your working life, then give us a shout. And, and if we can, we'll help. And that help will either be financial support uh, through a grant, uh, a cash injection, or, or or purchasing something that somebody needs, perhaps a, uh, a bespoke wheelchair or a stairlift at home. Uh, or, or through counselling support and helping people to uh, to deal with mental health challenges. I mean, over the last few years, particularly with the pandemic, people losing jobs, but also being put on extended furlough in some circumstances, it's had a great impact on us both financially uh, and also mentally. Um, why is it so important ongoing post-pandemic? Well, I think the pandemic now feels like a bit of a bad dream, doesn't it? It's, it's something we've awoken from and we hope we never uh, fall into that sort of a nightmare again. I'm, I'm not sure we ever will. But uh, actually, the, uh, the, the, the after uh, shocks of the pandemic and Brexit before it and all that's come since with the war in Ukraine and therefore the rising energy crisis and, uh, and, and the cost of living rise, all of these issues are still impacting on hospitality workers and particularly the people at the coalface of hospitality where the the, uh, the salaries may not be as high uh, as, as some of the middle managers that perhaps you speak to through your podcast. Uh, so we speak to a lot of people who've built up historic careers uh, through through lockdown and beyond, people who just can't clear uh, historical bills. They've got the bailiffs at the door asking to repossess and possess items. They're, they're at risk of eviction because they've uh, they've got behind on their rental payments. Uh, so there's a lot of physical anxiety that we see day by day from the people who get in touch with us for support. Cost of living crisis has been 
really, really difficult for so many people. We speak to lots of people who are actually working in hospitality, but still having to go to food banks because they simply can't feed their families. They can't keep a roof over their heads. So they're, they're balancing their finances. They're trying to pay priority bills, but just making sure there's food on the table uh, as well. And then, of course, from all of those issues comes stress and anxiety and mental health challenges. If, if you don't know whether you can buy school uniforms for September's intake. And if you don't know how you're going to put food on the on the table next week, then chances are you're, you're lying awake at night worrying about these things. And, and that turns quickly into mental health challenges. So that's something we're seeing a lot of as well. I mean, hospitality is a people business after all. Um, so there are humans behind everything that we do. Uh, can you share any particular stories with us um, of the way in which that uh, hospitality action has helped uh, any of your specific members? Yeah, I absolutely. I'd be delighted to. Every every uh, Monday or every couple of Mondays, a colleague of ours, Ife, who's one of our case managers, so she's really at the sharp end of what we do, and she's liaising with people day by day uh, to to ascertain how best we can help them. She pulls together um, all of the latest thank you letters every week or so uh, and sends them out, circulates them around the team, and, and that's really what keeps us going. It's been a tough time for us for the last four years, but we've been working hard to help as many people as possible. But those those thank you notes really... But a but a bit of a, a spring in our step, and they remind us what 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 we're what we're achieving and uh, how we're transforming lives. And that word transformation comes up an awful lot. It's amazing how a relatively small amount of money can be described as transformative by many, many people who get back in touch with us after being helped. And we had a lot of people through lockdown and and more recently contacting us, contacting us saying. I, had a, I was in the supermarket, I was out and about, I was on the school run and I had a ping on my phone from the bank saying that £250 or £500 or whatever we'd awarded had landed and, and literally I, I, I burst into tears or I fell to my knees and we, we hear that really visceral response from people time after time and, 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 and that really tells us uh, of the importance of what we do. Uh, I, I talked before about feeding kids and I think there's no nobler pursuit than, than putting food in the belly of young people. We know how important a, a, a full tummy is to, to learning and education so I think that, that's a really important part of our, our work but we help people in so many ways we we sometimes help people pay funeral bills if somebody can't afford to bury their 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 husband or wife or or a parent or or even a child uh we helped somebody not so long ago who sadly had terminal cancer uh, and had lost their hair because of the chemo they they'd undergone uh, so we were able to buy them a wig uh just a small thing and not an expensive thing but it gave them self-esteem as they went about their lives uh, so that that was a, an intervention we were proud of as well. Uh, we spoke to a chap, I'll call him David, uh, back in, in lockdown, who was a very proud elderly chap who had worked in hospitality but retired. And he, uh, when we were put in touch with him uh, by a mutual contact, he told us that he had £9.7p, and I think it was, in his account. And he was far too proud to go to food banks, um, but was really struggling to survive. Uh, he literally had the lights off, the electricity and the gas off, all day until it came time, until the time came to cook dinner. Uh, dinner was normally a couple of tomatoes and a, and a, 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 a baked potato, but he would turn the, uh, the electricity and the gas on just to cook those and then turn them off again. So this poor chap had no connection with the outside world. He couldn't afford to have the radio or the TV on. So we were able to help him and cover some debts for him and make sure that he had cash to, to push on. Uh, so those are the sorts of interventions that we're, we're, we're making uh, day by day. And uh, it, it keeps our, it keeps us going, hearing that the, uh, the, the feedback from the people we help. 
Absolutely. And certainly as in mid-management and up uh, positions are much more privileged than I think we give ourselves credit for. And when you look at sort of the way in which uh, some hospitality workers have to deal with their day-to-day lives, uh, they're often on minimum wage. We've seen a drop in the amount of tips that um, people often get, which is often the the livelihood uh, for for many to be able to go about their day-to-day business. The cost of living has increased energy prices. And then if we look at um, hotels uh, and, and, and hospitality venues, that are based in rural areas they have to jump in a car every single day to get to their place of work and I think we need to be much more aware of this um, and, and these are people that really are driving that personal experiences that we're trying to deliver within hospitality across the world so if anybody needs assistance Mark how can they get help from hospitality action? Yeah I can come on to that in a sec but just to just to reinforce what you're saying I, I think one of the idiosyncrasies of hospitality is that you have to put your game face on uh, if you're working in front of a house. If you're customer facing, you might be struggling financially, you might be struggling with your health or your, your partner might be struggling with health. Uh, you've got all these issues, but when you get to work, you've got to put your game face on. And I think that's that's one of the uh, the really tough aspects of working in hospitality. You have to make every guest or customer interaction a really positive one for for that guest or customer regardless of whether you don't know whether you can pay next month's rent so so yeah it's it's a really tough sector to work in at the moment if somebody needs help uh, with any of the issues we've talked about uh, so far this morning uh, they they should go to our website hospitalityaction.org.uk where they'll find uh, means uh, either telephone or email of contacting us and then we can start from there and that's when the magic happens we're a charity and we're dictated by the the rules and regulations of the charity commission so we, we means test people of course we're, we're not here to help millionaires um, but you know once we go through a few checks and measures to make sure that somebody really uh, does do, does need our support then then that that's where it begins and that's where we'll take them towards uh, either a cash intervention or, or potentially some counseling also worth mentioning that we have a, a paid for service uh, it's it's something called an employee assistance program uh, so uh, we've created our own bespoke employee assistance program for the hospitality sector we've now got about 200,000 employees or line covered by the by the program across about 500 um, clients big and small uh, so this is a paid for service which allows operators to invest in the health and well-being uh, and productivity of, of their of their workforce uh, so that's something that that operators can get involved in on behalf of their employees cheapest chips are six pounds per person per year but it gives people access to a whole suite of benefits and counseling opportunities and uh, uh, guidance and signposting. So, uh, so that's another way. If if your if your employer is a a member of IREP, that's another way of accessing our support. Now, you have a number of commercial supporters as well. Um, how can businesses get involved with hospitality action? Yeah, a million and one ways. Uh, we, we, we're really encouraging people to get behind us. Traditionally, we run a lot of events ourselves and we continue to run uh, really, really exciting gala dinners and blue ribbon events. <clears throat> Excuse me. But but also we are uh, encouraging operators to find their own means of supporting us. We, we can't do all the heavy lifting ourselves and the numbers of people getting in touch with us uh, are only growing higher and higher by that by the week. So so we we, we ask operators and, and suppliers to the sector to find their own means of supporting us. The obvious way is to name us as Charity of the Year and then any charitable work ongoing uh, is, is to our benefit. Um, I mentioned the AP before. The AP is another great way of getting involved and investing in in hospitality actions work. Uh, we came up with an idea that we're trying to take as 
as viral as possible, uh, called invisible chips, uh, just after the first lockdown. So the idea of invisible chips is that you you put invisible chips on your menu uh, as a menu item. It's on the point of sale, uh, and you ask people to buy a bowl. They're buying nothing, but as we say, it's a zero percent fat and one hundred percent charity. So uh, uh, stocking invisible chips is a, is a lovely, uh, light-hearted way of of supporting us. Um, and then we've got a, a number of events that we run. Uh, we, the next big event we've got is something called Walk for Wellbeing uh, in late September into October, where we'll encourage people just to get away from the day to day, just have a screen break, get away from the office, get away from the kitchen and take a walk in a local park, hopefully with some colleagues, have a chat, have some fun, but just have a bit of me time, a bit of us time, a bit of, uh, you know, clear your head and just um, uh, just take a, a break from uh, fr from uh, from work so that's that's coming up very soon uh, there's a sponsorship uh, element to that so as people get involved they can also fundraise for us um, and then we've also we're never far from a, a chefing dinner we've got a, an amazing dinner in early November in uh, at the the Nobu uh, Hotel Portman Square in London we've got Jason Atherton and Claire Clark Ethel Kochar Adam Handlin Vivek Singh several others involved and in cooking for us so uh, that'll be a great night and I would encourage anyone who uh, is is around and free that night to come and support us so yeah there's there's a lot ongoing and it's it's all covered um, on our websites so if anyone wants to, to to get further involved they can find details there Absolutely. And uh, the website is in the description on this podcast. So just head there and uh, click through and you'll find out all the details. Mark, thank you ever so much for joining us today and uh, giving us more insight into Hospitality Action. I wish you all the best for the rest of 2023 and that we actually get to cross paths very soon as well. Look forward to it. Thanks, Ryan. Travel Market Life. Coming up on Sunday the 8th of October is Walk for Wellbeing. Five hosted 20 kilometre walks that take place in key cities across the UK. The Walk for Wellbeing Committee includes general managers from prestigious hotels in the UK, powered by UK hospitality talent partner Mum, in partnership with Caterer.com and People's Bank. Craig Prentice, director and founder of Mum, and also the founder of Walk for Wellbeing and patron of Hospitality Action, joins us on the line now. Thanks for joining us, Craig. So, how did you get involved with Hospitality Action? Yeah, sure. Hi, Ryan. Great to be here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, I guess I got involved with Hospitality Action four or five years ago. Um, I've always valued, admired the work that they do for, for the industry and the people in it, but um, wanted to play a proactive part and essentially reached out to Mark Lewis um, about five years ago now to, on, to discuss ways of getting involved. He invited me to be um, a member of the fundraising board for London and um, it all kind of began from there. Um, I guess a year or so after joining that committee, uh, certain world events meant that the charity's focus um, needed to shift quite quickly, and the response of the charity was um, was very very quick to support those who needed it the most. So um, their resources internally and the small team that they do have were, um, were were tasked with with supporting those who needed it the most at that time and. Um, I guess I remember feeling at the time, apart from uh, very isolated myself, but felt that there was something that we could do mm. um, for uh, people in hospitality. And I guess a little while into the pandemic, um, remember picking up the phone to a, a good friend of mine called uh, Sean Wheeler, who many people will know, um, a great hospitality um, 
force. I think that's probably a good way to describe Sean and, and shared the idea of a walk with him. And um, I guess that simple walk idea was embraced by Sean. Uh, he's been, in, he's been instrumental on the project with me and um, thanks to Sean and a lot of other people that we've had involved on the project since um, it's grown to being what it is today. Absolutely fantastic. I mean, you've raised over £120,000 um, through this walk for well-being, and now you're across five cities. So it sounds like, you know, it's quite uh, quite, quite, a, quite a lot of logistics to get that going and, and to get that backing involved. Um, how has that managed to sort of grow over the years then? So I think um, in the very beginning, we reached out to a hell of a lot of people. Um, at that time, everyone was going through their own scenarios in life um life was very complicated um but you know there were certain companies uh, individuals that jumped at the opportunity to to spend their their free time and their uh, i guess utilize their network to to share what we had created um and like i say it's it's just built and we we involved partners supporters sponsors um and it yeah it's been fantastic Excellent. And how many people generally sort of end up on some of these walks that you organise? So last year we had a total of 400 people walking. 400? 400 across the wow. UK. Yeah. So across the the time period, we had 400 people walking. We raised £92,500 last year, which was amazing. Um, this year, we're already on 340 with five weeks to go, which is amazing as well. So... And they can find out more about this on the Hospitality Action website? Yeah, absolutely. On the Hospitality Action website or um, walkforwellbeing.org. Excellent. And now, um, to other companies and sponsors out there, why do you recommend getting involved with Hospitality for Action? I think, I think given the times that we're going through and the amount of people that find themselves challenged, I don't feel that there is another charity as significant as hospitality action um i feel their work is very purposeful i feel their work is very impactful um and there's a lot to it i think a lot of people there's a lot of services that the charity provides that the that the mm-hmm. general public uh, w- you know won't necessarily be aware of so everything from their employee assistance program to their 24-hour helpline um to grant giving their golden friends initiative which is amazing um connecting people who are who are retired from hospitality but um need to keep connected with the world um and um that that's a great uh, initiative that they have um so i think their impact is really important um i think their recent the charity's recent impact report is very eye-opening and very telling and explains not only the different ways in which the charity works and and um, impacts, but also um, the, the reach that they have across the country, um, which I think is also um, key to their work. Craig, thank you ever so much indeed. Um, it, it's, it's great to hear a bit more about this Walk for Wellbeing and, and the reasons and why you're involved in the organisation. No problem. So that was Craig Prentice, Director of Hospitality Talent Partner Mum and founder of Walk for Wellbeing. You can find out more details about Hospitality Action in the description in our podcast. 
for more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Marcoms digital marketing agency production, serving the travel and technology industries.